What's up? I'm B, and welcome to Keeping You Company. Yes, this is a podcast exclusive episode. There is no YouTube video this week, and that is because life has been lifing. Um, things have been so incredibly busy that I literally just did not have time to film. Um, the next video that I will be putting out is going to be a reaction to Paul and Morgan's 24 hours with episode that they did with, um, Kristen, not Kristen, Bethany Beal. You know, when they were promoting it, they made it seem like it was going to be with Kristen and Bethany from Girl Defined. And then when it came out, apparently it was like the truth about Bethany Beal. So that's going to be interesting to see, but you know, that's an hour long video. If I do a reaction, it's going to be about two hours to film and then to edit and then listen to everything back. Um, so yeah, I just, I just did not have time to do that this week. So anyway, things have been incredibly busy and I feel like I have just not been able to catch my breath for these past few weeks. And I'm sure you know what that's like when stuff just keeps coming up and it's not even necessarily anything bad. It's just a lot of activity and a lot of things that need to get done. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just been a lot, but I could not let a week go by without keeping you company at least for a little bit. So there's an update that I've been wanting to do and Knowing how the algorithm works, I knew that this video, like if I'd made this a video on my YouTube channel, it would not do well. And I am trying to be like serious about putting out things that appeal to the majority of my audience and making sure that I'm staying in the algorithm and like being serious about taking YouTube serious. And so um, it's been like hard to figure out how to bring some of the more serious topics that I want to talk about onto my channel without completely just like throwing a wrench into the algorithm. But because I'm not doing a YouTube video this week, I figured I could go ahead and talk about it in a podcast exclusive episode. And the thing that I'm referring to wanting to talk about is an update on Bruxy KV. Now, if you've been watching my YouTube channel for a while, this name will be pretty familiar to you. I have done three videos about Bruxy KV, and I'll go ahead and link those in the, in the description box in case you haven't seen them. That way you can kind of get caught up to where we are at, but just kind of super brief summary before we jump into this article that I wanted to share with you from the Toronto Star. Bruxy Cavey was a pastor at a church called The Meeting House in Canada, and um, basically this was a mega church. It was really um, well known. There were a lot of influential people who worked there, in particular a woman named Danielle Strickland, who plays a pretty big role in this story, and Bruxy was the lead pastor there. And back in gosh, 2022 already. It's, it's kind of wild to me that it was that long ago. But back in 2022, he was asked to resign from his position at the meeting house and he complied because there was a credible accusation made against him. And at the time, um, this accusation was basically labeled as sexual harassment, but it kind of goes a little bit deeper than that because Essentially, the, the person who 
was accusing Bruxy of having, like, of taking advantage of her, essentially, was the accusation, was a woman who was significantly younger than him, and she had entered into a counseling relationship with him when she was in her 20s and he was in his 50s. So, pretty significant age gap there. Also, she is seeking help from him. She is seeking counsel from him. And at some point within this counseling relationship, things turned sexual and it lasted for a while. And um, for a long time, she didn't say anything, but she did finally disclose to Danielle Strickland in December of 2021, or like late 2021, November or December. And Danielle helped her um, remain anonymous, but come forward to the appropriate parties to share her story. An investigation was done. And as a result of that, Bruxy was asked to resign and he complied. And in his confession, he labeled this as an affair. He did not take into account the power dynamics or um, any sort of concept of clergy sexual abuse. And since then, um, there have been multiple other credible allegations made against other um, former employees of the Meeting House. And so it has just been something where the gates have kind of flung wide open. You know, as soon as this initial allegation was kind of um, like verified and, and seen as credible, they the meeting house did go ahead and hire a victim's advocate and they were working on additional investigations and they were just saying like, hey, if you have questions, if you have a story, if you want to come forward and report something, please do. We'll, we'll help you figure out where to go from here. And so a lot more people came forward and there were some additional credible allegations made. I've talked about those in previous videos. I've talked about Brexy being arrested. And despite this starting kind of his own new ministry, um, he's doing, he, he's promoting home churches and he's providing the curriculum for those and he's accepting donations. And that's what my last video on him was about. And so despite um, being arrested and charged with sexual assault, he's just, he's just going, he's keeping, I don't know, he, he's keeping up with his own desires, regardless of the impact that his actions have had on many, many, many people, because he thinks that he deserves to practice ministry, despite the things that he's done. And so at the beginning of this year, he was supposed to go to trial. However, in December of 2023, um, the Toronto Star put out this article that says new sexual assault charges laid against Bruxy Cavey, former meeting house pastor. Also, just for a quick correction, earlier I had said that Bruxy was in his 50s when he entered this pastoral counseling relationship with Hagar, but he was actually 46 and she was 23. So yeah, pretty pretty significant age gap, which leads to a power imbalance and different dynamics of a relationship where somebody with more power and age and influence could coerce someone significantly younger than them and in a vulnerable place into a relationship that they might not have otherwise consented to. So just keep that in mind. Now back to this article. It says the former pastor of one of Canada's largest mega churches is facing two new charges of sexual assault according to Hamilton police. Bruxy Cavey, the longtime pastor at the Meeting House, is awaiting trial for sexual assault charges laid last year after a former congregant came forward alleging she was abused. 
The new charges filed December 22nd and sworn in on December 28th are related to a second complainant and are part of a separate investigation, according to court documents and Hamilton police. The new charges are related to two alleged assaults of the same person, one in 1997 and another in 2007. So he's already been arrested and charged with sexual assault of one person, and now we've got a second person with credible allegations, and they're bringing charges against him for these allegations as well. And I think something that's really striking to me is the, um, and I can't say for sure whether or not the original charges or the original charge of sexual assault is related to Hagar's allegation. Like, I'm not sure if they are pursuing him for what he allegedly did to Hagar or if this was for a completely separate allegation. It would seem to me that it would be related to Hagar, but I can't find um, media that like specifically says it's related to what she alleges. Most of the articles, including this one, say that um, he was arrested after allegations were made known from a particular person in his congregation, basically. Like, it doesn't say that the charges are specifically related to her. It just says that they happened, like the arrest happened after she made her complaint. So if we assume the original charges of sexual assaults are stemming from Hagar's allegation, then the thing that he was recently charged with happened in maybe 20. 11, 2012, because Hagar said that um, about 10 years ago from when she came forward, which was at the end of 2021, she had entered into this, this pastoral counseling relationship and then at some point it turned sexual. So we're working with a timeline of 2011, 2012 from her allegations. Now we've got another person coming forward with what the police believe to be credible allegations going back to at least 1997. And that's really, really scary. Because, like, when you think about someone doing what Broxy did, taking advantage of his power in a way that is criminal, using his relationship and his status to Hagar to coerce her into a sexual relationship that he knew was inappropriate, that she was not able to consent to. That's a scary person. Like thinking of somebody doing that is a really scary thing. It's like, how are you okay with that? How are you okay doing that? And then we see, oh, the the new charges are related to two alleged assaults of the same person, one in 1997 and another in 2007. So this could go back 30 plus years and how many other people were victims allegedly of Bruxy Cavey. If we've got somebody making a credible allegation from something that happened back in 1997, how far does this go? That's an even scarier thing to think about. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. 
The article goes on to say, It is unfortunate that a new and unrelated allegation has surfaced on the eve of Mr. Cavey's trial, said Cavey's lawyer, Megan Savard. Mr. Cavey maintains his innocence and will vigorously defend against the new charges in court. In the meantime, he remains focused on and committed to clearing his name at his upcoming trial. So again, if we are um, going on the assumption that the original charge of sexual assault is related to Hagar's allegations, I don't understand how he can say that he's going to clear his name. Because after he was asked to leave uh, the meeting house as a result of an independent third-party investigation, he wrote a blog post called my confession, in which he admitted to having an extramarital affair, and he commended Hagar for her bravery in coming forward and being honest. And so if you admitted to having a sexual relationship with this person, you don't get to decide that you you need to clear your name if the law says that what you did is criminal. I don't know. I'm not an expert in the law, especially in Canada, but it seems to me if someone makes an allegation against you and you partially admit to it, you know, you don't say like, yes, I coerced her into a sexual relationship. You just say, well, yeah, we had a relationship, but it was just an affair. And then the law looks at that and says, hey, this was not a legal thing that you did. We are charging you with sexual assault. I don't really know how you can be like, well, uh, mm, no, you're, you're telling me that that was illegal, but it's not. I'm going to clear my name. Yes, we had a sexual relationship, but I'm not guilty. The article goes on to say, KV was the unconventional and popular pastor of the meeting house for 25 years before allegations of sexual misconduct were brought to the church's attention in December 2021. Hamilton police laid sex assault charges six months later. In an interview with the star, the congregant, whose identity is protected by a court-ordered publication ban, accused Cavey of abusing his position of power to pressure her into having a secret sexual relationship. Oh, look, they're going to talk about it. Cavey described the relationship as, quote, an extramarital affair, end quote, when he resigned from the church in early 2022. In a blog post, Cavey said he could not comment publicly on the allegations brought forward by the congregant, but said, at the core of these allegations, there is truth in the post titled My Confession. (laughs) Cavey refers to his actions as, quote, my greatest failure, my darkest sin, end quote, and said he takes full responsibility. Quote, I was also irresponsible in my role as a spiritual leader and Christian clergy, which involves dynamics of power and influence and an expectation of exemplary conduct that makes me doubly accountable. I accept this responsibility with deep regret for my actions, end quote. In August 2022, the Oakville Megachurch said they substantiated additional allegations against Cavey, including one case involving a minor. Under the Criminal Code of Canada, there is no consent if sexual interactions are induced by someone abusing a position of trust or authority. The criminal charges against KV have not been proven in court. Okay, wow. So before me even knowing that last part, because I'm reading this article for the first time with you, I just knew that he had had additional um, charges levied against him. But here we have the author of this article, Morgan Bockneck. Reporting, under the Criminal Code of Canada, there is no consent if sexual interactions are induced by someone abusing a position of trust or authority. So, y'all entered into a pastoral counseling relationship. She alleges it turned sexual. 
you admit that it turned sexual. And when you get hit with charges, you're going to be like, no, I got to clear my name. How does that make sense? That it, oh my gosh. What a scumbag. Allegedly. Anyway, that's the most recent uh, credible update that I was able to find on what's going on with Bruxy Cavey. And I am interested to see what else happens, what else comes out, and how the trial does end up going. I think it's incredibly sad that you can have someone who um, is impacting the people who follow him for good and is impacting so many different people. And instead of like taking that responsibility really seriously and conducting himself, like he said, with like exemplary behavior and standards, he instead decides to take advantage of that power because he's not exactly my cup of tea. Like I wasn't a huge um, like Bruxy KV fan. I didn't even know who he was before he um, had these allegations levied against him, but I know people who followed him and who really liked him. And um, the the meeting house had over nineteen remote campuses, so there were a lot of eyes on this guy, and he had a lot of influence and impact. And it sucks to see that we've got another person who's like claiming to live for Jesus, behaving in a way that Jesus would absolutely detest. Anyway, we'll see what happens, and in the meantime, I would love to hear your thoughts on this latest development, so if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A for this particular episode, and uh, while you're doing that, if you would leave a rating or a review, that would be incredible. Also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, they do also have a section to do a rating and a review, and so if you could leave one for me, that would be incredible if you have done any of those things already. Thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. It feels so incomplete to close this out at like 30 minutes, um, not even 30 minutes because usually we hang out together for like two hours, not, not two hours every week, but typically we're together for like at least an hour. Um, so I'm like finding a way to stall. <laughs> I'm sitting here being like, what else can we talk about? Should we talk about like gossip on Reddit or like the Willy Wonka experience that happened in Scotland <laughs> where <laughs> it was just such a, a, a um, it was something where it did not live up to the expectations set by the promotion and the event coordinators and people got so mad that the police ended up having to get called. I'm seeing so many memes about the unknown, which is apparently a character that lives in the walls of the chocolate factory and there was a whole play that was supposed to go on. Anyway, it's it, it's just madness. Um, but I won't keep you here any longer just listening to my rambling. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and I will see you next week. I will be back with a full-fledged video and episode and we're going to be talking about Paul and Morgan, Bethany Beal, and, uh, and her husband Dave and it will be interesting. So I'll see you then. Have a great weekend. Please be kind to people and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.